We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA Front Office Show. Hope you all had a wonderful and safe Halloween. I will admit I have already taken, let's just call it more than one piece of candy out of my daughter's candy stash. Just don't tell her. Uh, Keith, how about you? Have you rated the candy stash yet? See, so we are, ours is now graduated to being too cool to trick or treat. Oh, okay. But I might have snuck a little thing of Reese's Pieces before uh, the, uh, um, you know, we, we gave out all the candy. So uh, I'll I'll cop to that. But that, that's it. I've been pretty good. Other than that, I didn't go go too deep into the uh, candy. And we we actually, as I was telling you before we started recording, we ran out of candy uh, this year. We had like 300 kids, which is like crazy. Cool. Like it was just, you know, and that was in like a two hour window, too. And we were like done by like 830. Thank God my mom. Uh, repeatedly over the years has sent Bella like packages upon packages that included glow sticks in Uh them and we were able to give some of those out and you'd be surprised how many kids were like yeah I already have a ton of candy but I don't have any glow sticks give me the glow sticks so (laughs) there we were you know and uh, all wrapped up and nice and tidy and I was in uh, watching basketball by like 830 last night so it all worked out pretty well speaking of watching basketball you see that Spurs Suns finish? Yes. Good I lord, Un- unbelievable! I thought I thought at one point in the third it was like a big Suns. I don't remember exactly how many mm-hmm. points, but it was enough to where I went, "Oh, okay." You know, the the Suns are just going to coast the rest of the way in this yep. one. And then I checked again towards the end of the fourth, and I went, "Wait, wait how is this close?" So I clicked, <laughs> I flipped it on real quick, and uh, lo and behold, Kelton Johnson steals it from Kevin Durant, scores, and the Spurs go into Phoenix on Halloween and uh, scare up a win. Yeah, I mean, in a clean rip too. Like yeah. they, they, I'm sure Suns fans will scream foul, but I didn't see one. It looked pretty clean. Yeah, the the Spurs are they're gonna play games like that, right? Where all of a sudden they catch you and you weren't ready for it, mm-hmm. and those kind of things. They're gonna play games like I think it was the game right before where they played the Clippers and get killed because they're just inconsistent shooting. They they their playmaking is a little you know weird outside of Wambanyama. So I, I think it's fine. I just, you know, I think people went a little too crazy with Spurs playoffs after they saw Wemby yeah. play. And it's uh, that that's not a thing. Like they, they're, they're going to take some time. Uh, I'm super excited, man. I get to see him tomorrow night in Phoenix. 
uh, when, when I'm out there. So I'm really excited to see uh, Wembenyama play. Uh, I got to see him in Vegas, obviously, but this is real now, right? This is the real deal. So, uh, and uh, fingers crossed, maybe Beal or Booker will play for the Suns. I, I don't know. I'm not really expecting it, but th- that'd be cool too to be able to see them uh, full, full go. Oh, it is one of those uh, back-to-back. You play the same team twice. Yeah. One of those. Let's let's cut yeah. down on travel Mini games. Series, I did not so. see that. Okay, so they get the Spurs again. Um, that's interesting. I, I have a feeling the Suns are going to come out a little a little annoyed. Um, yeah, for, I think so too. Game. Yeah, which is also fun. If I'm you know in the building, I'll get to see uh, maybe one of those uh, all-time KD nights that you know are always fun to be uh, be be present for. Yeah, he's uh, he can be unstoppable at times, and I have a feeling he will be a little cranky after having <laughs> the ball, ball stolen from him um, on that one. All right, we do hey, have total some... aside from basketball. Oh, yeah. You're bundled up. I'm bundled up. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, winter is uh, rolled in for whatever amount of time. For now, for it'll be back to summer in like a week. Exactly, in like a day or so. But I just yeah. got a text from my buddy Pete in Vermont. I'm going to mention it because he's a diehard listener to the show. It's snowing today. Oh my god! They're getting snow right now, so yeah, good times. Wow. Good, times. <laughs> good times. That cold front yeah. it moved in. There it is. It moved in. We're getting the uh, the winter preview right now. There it is. All right, let's get into this one. Uh, James Harden trade bonus. Um, he still got one, kind of, sort of. <laughs> What's the deal here? Why why did he only get like a tiny little sliver of a trade bonus? <laughs> Yeah, as we covered, this deal under the the, the uh, salary matching rules with both teams being uh, uh, second apron teams and the like, they they squeaked this in by $40,595. So James Harden, apparently in his representation, said, actually, you squeaked it in by zero. Give us that amount of his bonus. As, as we've covered before, when a player is a trade bonus, they can waive all of it, some of it. None of it, if mm-hmm. it, well, but if it's to make a deal work, they're allowed to waive as much of it as they would like to, and he waived all of it, but uh, 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 enough to have a uh, nice night out, I guess, for him at a uh, local Los Angeles establishment. I'm guessing with uh, <laughs> they've they've got several days off. He's very very unlikely to play tonight against the uh, Magic, uh, and then they've got I think it's four full days off before their next game. So. I uh, imagine James Harden's going to be doing a little bit of this action cut, you know, out there and uh, he's, you know, making it rain a bit. He's going to be, uh, you're, you're referring to Disneyland, right? He'll be going to yeah, Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what he's going to do. That's yeah. definitely. You that's, see James Harden, you better put up your umbrella because there's a good chance he's making it rain. <laughs> oh man. Hey Keith, did I, did I tell you that's um, we, so we try to do something during the all-star break each year mm-hmm. and uh and that's what, what we've landed we it's going to be the surprise for nobody tell her it's going to be a surprise for our daughter for, for christmas but uh, so don't but tell her this ask, or the candy right don't tell her about this or the candy so once she starts watching the show i'm ruined um <laughs> but uh we're we're taking her to uh to disneyland during the oh, that's awesome i'm, a, I'm so. just jealous because you're gonna get to see the avengers campus that's uh, that's part of it she's big into yeah. avengers and, and all that kind of stuff and we're like well you know she hadn't seen this before so we better go we better go check that out yeah, yeah, I'm I'm jealous, man. I can't wait to check that out too. Maybe I'll maybe I'll 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 swing in a stop when I'm in Phoenix. I'm almost there. You're, it's you're close. It's a, it's like a six and a half hour drive or so. Yeah, I could, you could do it over for the day. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that'd go over real well in my family. <laughs> 
Just, I will say, just because people ask, like, are you going just to see one Binyama? No, that's a like just a happy a bonus. I'm actually going to uh, be a part of Arizona State uh, University's law school is putting on a NBA mock trade deadline. Uh, that they they are sponsoring. So there's kids coming in from schools all, literally all over the country. And I think there's a couple international students coming in as well. Uh, some of them are in teams. Some of them are individuals. But they'll come in. They're going to represent all 30 teams. And they're going to have basically a day, a full day. We've already opened up the uh, like a legal tampering period where they can start talking with each other. But they have a full day uh, where they can uh, make trades with each other and then come in or not make trades if they see so mm -hmm. fit. And then each team has to then put together a um, short presentation about what they did, like what their goals were, why they did and didn't do uh, different moves and the like. And then uh, they're going to be judged. There's a, a whole bunch of people, uh, folks who cover the league, folks who are um, in the league uh, that work for teams that are coming in to judge the event and they're going to pick winners and uh, that they'll, they'll get a little prize at the end and some recognition in that. And it's a chance for uh, some of these students who maybe want to work in basketball someday to liaison and uh, work with some folks. So super excited. Spot track is one of the uh, presenting sponsors of the event. Uh, they're the, the official cap uh, sheet provider for, for the event for all the students. So I'm super excited to go out. I'm really honored to have been asked to be a part of this and uh, to go out and have a lot of fun, you know, with this group of group of kids and, you know, get to meet everybody and talk to everybody. And, and yes, see Victor Wambanyama and the Spurs play the Suns as well. So, and first of all, that's going to be awesome. And, and congratulations on getting to go do that. That's going to be a blast. I am slightly jealous. I'll admit on that, uh, <laughs> but you're going to have a great time. Um, and that means that Thursday, Friday, so tomorrow and Friday, um, just our schedule may be a little bit off little for weird. that. We, yeah. we can't we can't promise that we're going to have shows those days. No, it's going to depend on what things look like once Keith gets into town in Phoenix. Then we'll kind of figure things out um, from there. Keith, if I can make a request, uh, Friday night, go ahead over to Mill Avenue, man, and you'll uh, you'll you'll have some fun. I, I've had quite a few, quite a few. <laughs> Good nights over there on, right. uh, on Mill Avenue by uh, by ASU. A long time ago, a long time ago, a long time ago. But, <laughs> yeah, that, but I don't know that's thing. in the uh, realm for my uh, for for me. They're probably gonna be like, who brought their dad? Like, why is he here? <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't even think I can pull off older brother or cool uncle anymore. It's probably like, why is someone's dad here? So uh, I don't know. Well, we'll see. Well, we'll see. You know, you know firsthand from being with me in Las Vegas how but just how absolutely well i handle the time change when it's about That's 7 right. p.m and i'm like i think i'm gonna go to bed i'm going to sleep <laughs> I, I i don't i don't do well with the time change so i'm gonna be uh, i'll be struggling a little bit so if if, okay, if any students want to sneak in a couple of legal trades during the trade period get them to me later in the trade uh, window because it'll be late my time. And I may be like, yeah, that's good. Approved. Just push it through. <laughs> Half asleep. Done. Yeah. No yeah. problem. Yeah. Yeah. Giannis for a minimum guy. Yeah. I think that works. No, no salary matching. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's get into the rookie scale options that have been picked up. A bunch of them came out in the last uh, 24 hours or so. Yep. Obviously yeah, with the clock ticking there. Yep, we're we're there. So uh, I know you've got the list. You want to run through who got their uh, their rookie scale options picked up? Sure. Yeah. So I, I'm rather than run through the entirety of the uh, 2022 class, 
Um, so what this is, just everybody refresher, if you don't know, uh, players on rookie scale contracts, so first round draft picks, the teams have until October 31st at the end of the night to pick up um, all of the options for players. So that's either their first or second year uh, options as they, they move for, I'm sorry, their uh, third or fourth year, first or second time um, they can do it. So third or fourth year options for, so for the 2022 class, as a reminder, that's like Paulo Bancaro, Chad Holmgren, Jabari Smith, that draft class. Uh, those guys were their third year options. Every player had their option picked up except for Ty Ty Washington, who had gotten waived um, earlier. He, if we remember, he was traded from the Rockets to the Thunder. Then, uh, no, I'm sorry, Rockets to the Hawks to the Thunder. And then the uh, Thunder ultimately waived Ty Ty Washington. So uh, he was the only one from that class. So that's the easy one. Mm -hmm. uh, there were a couple maybe shaky ones that we weren't so sure, like was Johnny Davis going to see his picked up um, that one. What was a little more uncertain, Patrick Baldwin Jr., that was a little uncertain, uh, oddly enough, both with the Wizards now. But Washington picked them up. The 2021 class, so this was guys' fourth-year options, so their final year of their rookie-scale contract. This is the draft class, Kate Cunningham, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley, uh, that class. They had six players not have their options picked up. So the ones that weren't picked up from this class, 11th overall pick, James Booknight with the Hornets, 12th overall pick, Joshua Primo with the Spurs. So Booknights was declined. Primo obviously was waived last year uh, by the Spurs. He's now with the Clippers on a two-way. Then we jump down to 19th overall pick, Kai Jones uh, with the Hornets. He was obviously waived uh, earlier this preseason. 21st overall pick, Keon Johnson. He bounced around. He was with the Clippers and with the Trailblazers. He landed with the Suns. He got waived at the end of the preseason when they just didn't have a roster spot for him. Then 23rd overall pick, Usman Garuba. Uh, he was uh, in that same deal with Washington mm -hmm. from Rockets to Hawks to uh, Thunder and waived. And then 24th overall pick, Josh Christopher, also with the Rockets. And he got traded to the... Um, Memphis Grizzlies, and then the Grizzlies waved him in a cutdown. So six players, uh, all uh, not making it to the end of the rookie scale contract from that draft class. That's not super high amount. It's generally in that range um, for for reasons with that. But to have you know that many of them waived is a little. That's a little bit yeah. different. Um, but you saw obviously Charlotte disaster draft class for them. A lottery pick and a, another guy top 20 pick uh, completely wash out of the league already. That's not great. Well, I guess book nights in the league, but not to make it to the end of his contract. That's, and then Houston, that's what happens when you draft a million guys, you know, a couple years in a row and then want to use cap space to build up your roster. You kind of run out of uh, roster spots pretty quickly. That's what happened. And they had to, you know, move and pay to get off some contracts and get some guys waived. So, so yeah, there we are with the rookie scale options. Well, and I think it all underscores that the draft is still, there's still a lot of uncertainty, even when you get top picks. You know, I was thinking about this the other day um, when all the James Harden trade stuff went down. When you think about the process with Philly, and I know they didn't really get to see it through. Some things came in to, you know, the NBA stepped in and put a stop sure. to some of that. And, uh, you know, Hinky died for this and everything. But um, when you think about even even the even getting all the top picks that they did, Philly, 
Like, thank goodness Joel Embiid became an MVP, which is not yeah. is not normally what you would, you would predict. But you look at, I mean, Jalil Okafor, Mar- Markel Fultz, Ben Simmons. Like, even getting those top picks, there's not a lot of certainty in, in the draft. And so when you look at, you know, some of the options that wind up just, you know, they're a few years in and it's and you're already, you know, you are super high on a player in the draft and thinking, oh, this is going to work out great. And next thing you know, the guy's, you know, has his option declined. And at the very least, his time with that team is probably going to come to an end sooner rather than later. And uh, again, just reminds us that there is there is no certainty in, in the draft. Obviously, you can improve your odds with a higher pick that you get somebody that's going to really come in and be a difference maker for you. But even then, there's no guarantee that you're getting the star that you're that you're hoping to land. There is that kind of randomness to it. And it also, I think, speaks to players are playing longer. Than ever. So veterans mm-hmm. are not cycling out of the league quite as quickly. Uh, every time a second round pick pops, the in a very real sense, you can think of it as there's a good chance a first rounder is losing a job. Uh, yep. So if you, you know, have guys like Herb Jones or uh, Andrew Nemhart or even undrafted guys like Austin Reeves, every time one of them sticks and stays on a roster, uh, somebody else has to lose a job. And that's not always going to be a veteran guy. I think it also speaks to when we get to this, the amount of players that were on the free agent market uh, late in the year, the guy, some of the guys who got cut uh, at the end of the cutdown period, it all speaks to. I think we're ready for for expansion. I, I know mm-hmm. it sounds like a broken record with that. And we talk about it a lot on the show, but I think we're really at a spot where it's it's time. Like there's enough talent. Yes, those two teams will will, and I'm saying two because that's what I assume it will be. Those two teams will be bad probably for a couple years at least. Yeah. But that's because the NBA puts a lot of restrictions. They operate under a lesser salary cap. They can't usually get as high a draft picks, all the things that go with that. But those two teams will come in. They'll be bad for a couple years. But eventually, just the talent is so great in the league that it will cycle through. And eventually, they'll they'll get to a place where they end up probably pretty good. So I, I, I it's just time. You know, there, there's too many good good players who aren't in the league right now or are on these third two-way spots and those kind of things. So it's, it's definitely time, you know, we can add uh, 36 more jobs if we count, you know, the 15 standard on each team in the three, two ways, I think without diluting the product too much from what it you know yeah. has been historically. Agreed. Agreed. By the way, um, news just came out. We knew it was coming, but the Nets uh, officially announced that they've signed Keon Johnson to a two-way contract. Okay. Yep. Yeah, we yeah we we heard that was coming. And that's good for them. I think Keon Johnson's an interesting guy. Probably probably play a little bit more than he's getting chances. He was just on a very good Clippers team that didn't need him. Portland was was a mess while he was there, and then the Suns just had no roster spot for him. So I still kind of like Keon Johnson. I think he can play. I do want to one thing before we come off this topic. Mm-hmm. There's only one real surprise one that got picked up to me, and that was Jaden Springer. Um, of oh, the, yeah. the 76ers, uh, especially after the trade, it looked like the Sixers were like, we are clear in the decks of everything we can, potentially all the way down to Justin Bede and Maxi, and then cap space galore. It's $4 million. So Philly's like, man, we're $4 million shy of, you know, getting player X. 
they'll 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 find a way to salary dump them. They now have the extra picks. They've got those couple of seconds that they picked up in this trade if they need to. So they'll they'll move him. He's also been playing uh, under Nick Nurse, which is a new thing. He didn't play much under Doc Rivers, so Nick Nurse seems to like him. So. You know, maybe that's you know part of this uh, you know thing there too. But four million dollars isn't going to keep them from doing anything, really, or at least it shouldn't. So, but still a little surprising that they picked his option up, given where he's been as a player and what their stated goals are uh, for sure. the remainder of the season and going into the summer. Yeah, especially since it seemed like that—that's what they were hell bent on was making sure that they preserved that. But mm-hmm. uh, nonetheless, they do pick that that up. And again, like you said, easy enough to move. All right. Um, should we just start the Malcolm Brogdon to the Lakers rumors right now? Like, I'm sure it's already <laughs> I, I, happening on social media. Somehow, I don't think we're starting them. <laughs> no, we're, we're we're about uh, 12 hours late on those getting started. <laughs> hey, speaking of, uh, thanks, dude, in the comments, who's like, thanks for 11 hours after the Harden trade broke. Like, come on, man. I will also say <laughs> I listen to every podcast about the Harden trade that was out. Well, every major podcast. They all were up after we we had our show up. So I don't want to hear it. We actually benefited, I think, by uh, being later because we knew more of the details. Yeah. Uh, there was much more finalized. There's still stuff coming out today as followed on pick protections and swaps and yep. stuff that's in there on, on these things. So, you know, but yeah, thanks, man. Like, you know, been, you're, you said it right in the comment back to him. You're comparing apples and oranges. We're just breaking the news. We're breaking down the news. Like, two completely different jobs. And yeah, if somebody wants to start paying us millions, I am happy to stay up all hours of the night and, uh, you know, pop on here every time there's a news story right. to be discussed. But the reality is that's not what we do. That's not what we're being paid to do. Well, and, and you and I are both... Especially, well, for me, especially with Lakers, like I, I have literally dropped everything with family at the yeah. soon, the second news comes out and jump and jumped on. But we've done it as well with front office. We've done stuff in the in the middle of the night when when Kevin Durant got traded. But yeah. um, but like with what the reason why Woj was awake when all of this went down was because he heard about it the previous morning hours before yeah like he so he knew to he knew he needed to stay up and and get this this scoop maybe he had some inkling that Shams would not be awake and so this was his extra shit i don't know <laughs> that but yeah, maybe but but so he knew ahead of time like if you if i knew ahead of time hey this big trade's going to go down at 3 a.m. Yeah. eastern or, or whatever it was Okay, yeah, then uh, then I'll be be up and away for it. But we don't, you know, if there was the one person privy to do all of that info, and again, yeah. he makes millions to do that. If the first, you know, rumors of it, uh, appearance by Carly here in the background. Um, if the first uh, rumors had come out at like eleven p.m. Eastern, I would have still been up, and mm-hmm. I would have stayed up. And in Murphy's Law says we we both would have stayed up way later than we should have, and nothing would have happened. Yep. And then it would have happened next morning when we were trying to catch up on sleep from, you know, from staying up the night before. But yeah, I don't know. It just you you handled it already in the comments, so I didn't jump in. But you know, thanks, dude, and thank <laughs> for watching. We appreciate it. You yeah, watched and listened anyway, so we appreciate that. But yeah, All right. the Brogdon stuff. Yeah. Change of agency is always interesting, right? That's mm-hmm. always kind of, hmm, what's going on? My guess is for Malcolm Brogdon, this is tied to the idea of 
wherever I'm traded to next, because I think we all assume he's probably not going to stay with Portland long term. Wherever right. I go next, I want to get an extension done and be locked in. And I'm going to trust Clutch Sports to lock that in. Of course, everybody immediately said, oh, so this is who D'Angelo Russell's getting traded for in a few months and all the <laughs> jokes that were made about that stuff. So I'm not going to say it's in no way that's going to happen because, yeah, of course it could happen, but I don't think that's you know, where we're, we're – I don't think things are lining up that way. Uh, it, it's uh, – the, the Lakers and the whole sign-only clutch client stuff is it, – it's always been a little overblown and it's even been – like less true in recent years, I think, but mm -hmm. you know, it is what it is. People are, gonna, that's people are going to have fun with it. That's definitely something that's been waning over the years. I mean, there was a point where it was like half their team. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's anyway, it, it's still yeah. going to come up and that's, and that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, it, you know, if people want to joke with it and have fun, that's fine. It's yeah, yeah it is what it is. But so this does signal to me though, Malcolm Brogdon's not, I'm not going to say long for the Trailblazers because it's going to no. go all the way to the trade deadline. I think his importance to them is is uh, heightened with uh, Simons out because you know they, they need another guard in the rotation, and there's just times when Scoot's just not ready. And you know you you can't be throwing all your games away in October and November because that just leads to a place where the players are you know completely discouraged. So you kind of go for it, and if you lose, you lose. It is what it is. But that's why Brogdon's there is to try to help them just, you know, grow up a little bit. And, hey, we have a chance to win tonight like they did the other night again in Toronto. Dave Brogdon was the one who closed that game uh, at the end with the ball in his hands on every play because they had a chance to win. So then that's that's the difference, right? Players and coaches don't tank. Organizations tank. Mm -hmm. And what may happen is Brogdon may end up not available for games later um, or maybe full-on traded away if they start going and winning too many games and they're not happy with it but as it is right now he's important to that roster yeah absolutely absolutely and again i, I think brogdon may want to leave portland portland probably will move him at some point too it's in their best interest but yeah. uh, it just may not be today and it, it'll, it'll be a little remember december 15th is when the guys who signed over the summer most of them become trade eligible so even though we had this big james harden trade it doesn't mean that's going to spark a flurry of trades around the nba or anything usually december 15th officially marks the start of trade season and even then we don't see deals getting done until typically like mid-january and then of course the the trade deadline approaches on february 8th and sometimes we have a really fun trade deadline and a lot goes down and then sometimes we don't you just never know dude that was unplanned. Perfect. My meld. Cause that's where I was going next was, Hey, let's not all start getting firing up the trade machines. Cause we're <laughs> probably done with trades for at least a month, month and a half. Now it'll maybe a very small one. will squeak in here or there, but yeah, we're, we're, we're done for a little bit. I, I mean, the first big one last year was the Hachimura trade. And that was yep. in like early January, right? Like somewhere around like the eighth or ninth, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. um, so that was, yeah. So that's, Generally, you'll get one or two in the you know mid to late December range, mid to mid December to early January range. You'll get one might squeak in there, but it's it, it's yeah. Well, most of that will pick up after January fifteenth when basically everyone is trade eligible, minus the guys who aren't going to be trade eligible till after uh, the trade deadline and into the summer and all that stuff. Well, Keith, you know, you mentioned the the mind meld. Um, you, I. I I did. I almost said something about it that didn't. 
you talked about how the, the candy that you snuck was Reese's Pieces. That was also the candy that I stole from my, yeah. daughter, from my daughter's stash. <laughs> Man, it's meant to be. We there should change is. the logo, get some yellow in there and brown. There we go. There Orange we go. Brown. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> All right, last thing we've got, uh, Carlick Jones signs in China. Um, what is the significance of this kid? Why, why did you make me put this in our, in our show? <laughs> yeah, I did make you put it in there. It's absolutely true. Um, Carlick Jones can play. Man, at the World Cup last year for South Sudan, who went further than anybody thought, uh, they, they would go. They made it into the knockout uh, phase of the World Cup. He averaged 20.4 points on 48, 42, 78 shooting splits. So really good. 4.8 rebounds and 10.4 assists in, in that period against only 1.8 turnovers. Um, and that's for a South Sudan team that, like, Wenyan Gabriel was on that team. They had some guys who could play, but, like, he – like really was like the guy who is the engine. He has absolutely dominated at the G league level for two straight years. Last year in the G league with, with the bulls G league team, 23 and a half points per game, 7.1 assists. G league assists are a little wonky because mm -hmm. it's much more of a scoring league than it is. Good shooting splits there at the G league level, 49, 37, 78, um, you know, G league shooting splits. So just, the guy can play. This is just a further addition to there's guys who can play that aren't in the NBA and they, they're, there's more room for these players. I also, he got cut really late by the bulls, almost too late to catch on somewhere else. Um, unless he was like, yeah, I'll take another two way spot uh, somewhere. So I would just file this name away. I bet he goes over absolutely dominates in China. We'll put up a ton of stats and play really, really well. And then the Chinese basketball season generally ends around mid-March. We're, we're all back to kind of on our traditional calendars with this stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him pop back to the NBA as a lead season addition to somebody's roster um, late in the year. And it's probably going to be one of those, all right, we get a little bit of an exception left or we'll do a two-year minimum uh, type deal and sign him so we get him into next year too. So just file it away for now. Carlos Jones can play. He's going to put up major stats over in China. I'll put him on my list of guys. I monitor worldwide to see you know who could pop back to the NBA. And well, at some point when things really slow down, we'll talk about like who are the best guys not in the NBA. Um, you know, we'll have that that discussion. But he's going to be high on that list. All right, somebody to keep an eye on then uh, that maybe could become a factor here in the NBA midseason. Um, we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. So you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I think that's it for today. That's, yeah, we that's might not all. be up at 2 a.m., but we're monitoring dudes in China. So we'll <laughs> that's you. right. That's right. That's right. Well, so that, that, that counts for something. That's got to count for something. Um, Everybody, thank you for joining us. Make sure you do subscribe to the NBA Front Office Show on YouTube. Follow us over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Again, hope you all had a very, very happy Halloween. Safe one. I can't believe it's November, but here we are. That means all the stores have their Christmas displays up already. And uh, in fact, I saw some, some had them up a few weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the Christmas commercial starting before Halloween stop. Yep. Like, I love Christmas, but save it till November 1st. But that did means. you see the guy's tweet? It went viral this morning. He's like, walked into Starbucks this morning. And I was like, something's weird. What is going on here? He said, I got my coffee. I sat down. He said, it took me a while. And then I realized, oh, they're playing Christmas music. He's like, that's what's got me a little thrown off. So right, yeah, just get, let Halloween have its thing, right? I, I think we've all given up on Thanksgiving's never going to get its full due, right? But no. It is it what gets, it is. It so. gets skipped over. It gets get skipped yeah. over, and then and then next thing you know, it's uh, it's Christmas time. So, I, and I get it. I get it. I'm not a huge Halloween or Thanksgiving person myself. So I'm I'm always like just kind of waiting, chomping at the bit to get into Christmas mode. But even I think you gotta you gotta give it some time. There's got to be a little bit of breathing room. Makes yeah, it more special. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, I hear it. Let's get get excited for the holiday. I don't need to start it. I mean, here living in Orlando, Disney does their Christmas parties like starting it, the first one's probably today or tomorrow. They do their Halloween party starting in August. Like it's crazy. And I get they do them because not everybody's gonna be here in October, mm-hmm. but it's like wow, we're like hit over the head with these holidays months in advance. And then by the time it gets there, I'm like Scrooge and I'm like, bah humbug. Let me out of <laughs> uh, so, I'm over this. Yeah, mostly I'm ready for five basketball games each in their That's own right. window that are usually pretty great. So, but yeah, man, I'm I, I'm with you. I can't believe it's already November. The year's zipping right by, but That's we're full on in it. We're full on in the NBA season now. Yep, here we go. Here we go. All right, thank you again, everybody, for joining us. Till next time, see ya, and stay safe. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.